This is the Students of Tarot podcast, a podcast dedicated to the belief that anyone can learn to read tarot. to the Students of Tarot podcast. Today we are going to discuss some resources that you can use as you are either embarking on or adding depth to your tarot learning journey. We're going to discuss the card, the Hanged One or the Hanged Man, and we're going to review a sort of spread that you can use to get a general idea um, about energy present. So we're really going to take kind of a mile-high view at Tarot today. We have been traveling with our Fool, and we are now headed into the part of the Tarot where we will get into some bigger concepts, some archetypal energies, and things that exist outside of the individual and are part of the collective as well as the cosmos. So in this episode, I'd like to share some of my favorite resources that I used when I started learning tarot. So a little bit about me and the way I read. I am a very thought-centered person. I am I have a lot of air energy and I relate to that very strongly. And so when I started learning tarot, I went for a very logical, straightforward, scholarly approach. So I wanted to learn all the things, read all the things, know all of the things. And then once I had that knowledge and once I had that base of information, I felt more comfortable trusting my intuition. That's just the way I am. Everyone is different. Some people have amazing gifts or they can read tarot intuitively without even needing to sort of add that depth of the understanding and the meanings. It is something I'd like to address though, that while you can read any oracle, you can read anything intuitively. You don't even need a deck of cards. The cards are the tool. There is so much in tarot that you can get out of it if you do spend some time studying the cards their symbolism, the history behind it, and look at the overall system of tarot as a structure that can be a container for your intuition. So for those who would like to learn with a structured container and those who would like to have some resources to do that, I will share a few here with one disclaimer. If your intuition is telling you that a certain card means something or you get a very clear meaning from it and it is in opposition to what a book, a teacher, a definition says, trust yourself. The cards are a tool and the images will bring up different things for different people. So listen to that as you move forward. So now for the resources. Three of my favorite resources 
and the three definitions that went directly into my very first tarot binder were made by people whom I still refer to often in the cards. So I feel very comfortable in sharing these resources because of the depth of the understanding and the connection to the cards that each of these creators has. So the first is Benabel Wynn. And Benabel Wynn is maybe, no, not even, it's not even a maybe. She is for sure the most studied and well-researched tarot leader, thought thinker, teacher, deck creator that I've ever seen. She created a book called The Holistic Tarot. This thing is huge. It's literally a four, four inch tall book. It's huge. And it covers everything tarot. She goes into the history. She provides in-depth meanings different associations. She covers every system, every style of reading tarot. She talks about intuitive tarot. She talks about the structure of tarot. It, if you can only get one book, if you can only purchase one resource, the holistic tarot has everything that you will need. You could probably use this book and this book exclusively and get a really wide and in-depth understanding of the way that tarot works. In addition to these wonderful books and decks that Benabelle has created, her website, and I'm pretty sure it's benabellewin.com, uh, but you can also find her at benabellewin on Instagram. Her website has a plethora of free printable worksheets different meaning associations, different programs, different, um, just, I, there's just so much on there. And then she has these very well-priced classes and programs. I mean, we're talking hours of instruction, 300 page booklets that come with them. It just, if you only hear one thing in this episode, if you need one place to go for a tarot resource, that's been a bell win. Now, if you would like to expand that and you have some other people you would like to check out and see what their approach is, the next resource I would like to share with you is Seeds of Shakti. And you can find Sharon of Seeds of Shakti at, at Seeds of Shakti on Instagram. And I think... For everything that is structured about Benabel Wynn, Seeds of Shakti comes with an intuitive approach that adds so much depth. So when I really started to connect with listening to the cards instead of quote unquote knowing the meaning, I noticed that I gravitated towards Seeds of Shakti's meanings, spreads, interpretations of cards. So I would definitely suggest finding resources that approach from both sides, from a very um, scholarly approach and also a very intuitive approach. And that's not to say that Seeds of Shakti doesn't know the stuff because honestly, the information is legit. There is just a sense of 
feeling with the creations that come there. And the third and final resource I'd like to share today is one that many of you may know about. Um, This is a very popular resource. And if you don't know, I want to be sure to mention it because of the format and the accessibility, and that's Biddy Tarot. So Biddy Tarot at BiddyTarot.com has card meanings that, in my opinion, pull together all of the major approaches to tarot. So there's a handful of different ways that people read cards. There's a handful of different meanings and you can start to kind of see some of these patterns. Some of it has to do with the system someone uses, who who they've been influenced by, what information they've had access to. And with Biddy Tarot, each meaning addresses the top three or four different ways you could look at a card. And so if you are looking for a quick definition that you can always have accessible from your phone, from your ta- you know, your devices, Biddy Tarot is a good place to go because in three or four paragraphs, you will get a very expanded understanding of a particular card. You will see the most popular associations with it, as well as nods to kind of a more intuitive approach. Actually, there is one more resource. And this is just a reminder, especially for those who maybe have been using tarot for a while and just kind of get into routines or habits. But there are so many amazing pieces of information that come in the books that come with the decks. So often, especially if we have been reading tarot, we kind of just look through the book and well, maybe not everybody, but sometimes I just look through the book and read the intro and read the author's and the creator's bio and then just kind of get into the deck. But when I'm studying, and especially when I'm preparing for episodes, I often find myself going to the books that come with the decks to get current associations with the cards. So a lot of the stuff that I study is based in a older, um, almost antiquated view of the cards, quite honestly. And if you're purchasing independent decks, which please be purchasing independent decks, and if you're purchasing decks by current creators, you're going to get these books that really tap into the biggest part of the magic of tarot, and that is the way that it stays relevant by moving with the times. So keep an eye on the books, check out those resources, keep coming back to the podcast. Feel free to reach out to me on Instagram at airmusings, or you can send me an email, airmusingstarot at gmail.com. If you have questions about tarot, if you're trying to learn something, or if there's something in particular you want to understand, if I don't have an answer, I'll find it for you. This podcast is truly my love letter to you all with the message that I really believe that anyone can learn to read tarot. 
and I am here to help. The card we are going to be discussing today is key 12 or card number 12, the hanged man or the hanged one. In this card, the character is suspended from a tree and it's important to note that weight notes that this is a living tree and Many associations with tarot connect this to the cosmic consciousness or the higher energy that we're all connected to, whatever you want to call that, however you connect to that. So the figure in the card is unbothered by this predicament they find themselves in. So in many decks, the imagery stays very much the same. I really connect with the imagery in the turnt tarot. The hanged one is a bat and it is hanging um, in a resting position. And I just, I like that more. Um, there's just a lot of energy around this card. And the imagery, the imagery is strong and the imagery leads us into a time in the tarot where the fool's journey is going to really turn into a bigger experience, a outside of self experience. In the hanged one, we have keywords for the card that are things like contemplation, self-sacrifice, restraint, perspective wisdom and my personal favorite keyword that I use for this card is truly unbothered. The figure in the card is not concerned with the predicament. I also strongly associate this card with being willing to follow a path that is different from the mainstream. Being willing to pursue ideas and to find ways forward that flip everything on their head and that reverse, twist, and disrupt the way that we have been doing things. In the imagery, we often see the serenity on the face of the character. We see a understanding that everything is always working out and that even when we are in a predicament there are situations that can come that can alter our reality so this card's association with an altered reality can be just the shift or the change that we need in certain times to move forward the concept here is about a present sacrifice for future benefit. The work that we're doing now, the focus and the perspective being for something bigger than ourselves, for that next level. And often to move into that next level, 
there is a requirement for a suspension of judgment, a necessity for us to put all of those things that we quote unquote know for sure to the side and really see if we can flip things on their head. In his book, The Tarot, A Key to the Wisdom of the Ages, Paul Foster Case has some interesting thoughts on this card. And I like what he says about the card's title. He says, the title refers also to the utter dependence of the human personality upon the cosmic life. And in this current time, we can really see where that is starting to be a focus, where there is going to be these turns to this esoteric and occult life style of looking at the cosmos, looking at the stars, and understanding how much of that is connected to us. In the same chapter of the book that covers this card, Case goes on to say that Yet the world's ridicule should be the best evidence that the occultists are right. For the world is sick unto death, writhing in pain, hagridden by war, pestilence and famine. But the wise have found the way of health, of happiness and peace. And that's what this card is about. That even when things have been flipped on their head, through an understanding of that which is bigger than us, through a connection to cosmic forces, through a divine conversation with creation energy, what, however you call it, we need to know that we are part of something bigger. And... Key 12, the hanged one, moves us into the part of the fool's journey where it's about to become very clear how big this thing we're all a part of really is. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this card. This is a card that I sometimes struggle with, especially reading for people, and I'd love to hear how you connect with this card and what ways you find this card shows up for you. The spread and the reading we are going to use for this episode is the first few steps, or it's really the first, it's literally called the first operation. The first operation of Paul Foster Case's style of reading tarot. In her book, The Holistic Tarot, Binabel Wynn covers this. And this was one of the first things that I connected to with tarot that was kind of a traditionalist approach. So in this spread, you're going to be using a signifier card 
and finding it in the deck. So we've covered this style spread before, choosing a card and then finding it. In this spread, we're going to be separating the cards into four piles. Each of these four piles represents a different quadrant of the human condition. Uh, they represent, we're going to associate and connect with representing with the elements, fire, water, air, and earth respectively. And the associations that Paul Foster Case connects with also have Hebrew associations, which I will leave to experts. I don't understand that enough to explain it simply. So I focus on using this as it connects to the elemental energy. So you will take the freshly shuffled or sorted deck of cards and lay it face down on the table. Traditionally, you would cut a deck with your left hand. That's a practice that not a lot of people connect with. However, that is a practice I personally use. And if I'm reading for someone in person, I always ask them to use their left hand as well. So you will, and you'll need just a small amount of space for this. So the first thing you'll do is cut the deck in half and you're aiming for your stacks to be appro approximately the same size. So you're going to take the deck and with your left hand, if I'm, I'm going to explain it that way, but use whatever hand you want. With your left hand, cut the deck in half and set the cut side to the left, leaving space in between the base stack and the cut stack. Then you're going to cut each of those stacks with the left hand to the left. So cut once, leaving space, then cut the remaining two into four. Everything's still face down and now you have four piles that are associated with these elements. So the pile that is, we're gonna start from the left and move over. So the pile that's on the left is the H2. That's your primal earth pile, also associated with active world. The next over is pile V, and that's the formative world, and that's primal air. Next over is H1, which is the creative world, and we're dealing in primal water energy. And the final stack, so the stack all the way to the right, is stack I, and that's the archetypal world, and we're dealing with primal fire. Look at each of these stacks as associations with what they would represent in our life. So stack, the first stack to the left is the active world. This is our primal earth energy. This corresponds with pentacles and this represents money, business, and property. The next stack over is our association with primal air energy corresponding with swords and representing the formative world. And this stack is my favorite um, to find my own card in and also not a very common stack to find cards in, although it has been more recently. It is associated with politics, ambitions, social issues, intellectual matters. So think big thinking in this pile. 
The next stack over is associated with creative world. That's our primal water energy. And in this stack, we are dealing with the matters of cups. So we're looking at things like love, marriage, family, relationship. We're talking about interpersonal and the domestic sphere. In this pile, we're dealing with feeling and emotion. The final pile in the stack all the way to the right is our archetypal world pile, our stack of primal fire. And in this stack, we are dealing with wands energy. And so we are working with personal development, health, and wellness. We could be dealing with things of the body. Um, this would also be associated with new ideas and making things physically happen. So this information can be found at Vinabelle's website. She covers the first operation extensively in her book, The Holistic Tarot. And if you just want an easy, straightforward um, cheat sheet, I'm going to post one on Instagram. You can find me at Air Musings, and I'll also link in that post to Vinabelle's page so you can find her and her resources as well. So I prepared this spread for us to do a mini reading around this and I used the world as our signifier. Uh, we're all in this global international community and I really appreciate each one of you that tunes in, each one of you that shows support. It's so it just makes my heart sing to have found my people connecting with tarot and being students together with all of you. So thank you for being here. So we've used the world and the stack that we associated with was the first, the stack all the way to the left. And so this is our primal earth. We are associating with money, business, property. So this coming in this stack, associating with the material matters, the finances, the structure, the stability. It's one of those times when tarot is just really picking up on the present energy. So as we navigate the current climates of change and as we deal in spaces that we may not feel as comfortable moving, it's important for us to remember that the concept of money, the construct of currency, is really about an energy exchange. At the core of it, it's about an exchange of energy for the greater good of all. And if we can get back to that, if we can get to a place of understanding that there is an abundance, that lack and this sense of there not being enough is something that has been created to make it really easy for us to be led into certain actions. And in this stack, the world coming through is a reminder to us that we have the opportunity right now to change the foundations. We have a chance to do things differently. And 
we don't need to be worried about money in the way that we always have been because sometimes things happen that make energy exchanges more valuable than a society's currency. Make sure you drink lots of water, keep your mind open, keep your heart open, and check in with yourself on where you are moving in ways that support an old narrative, where you are still holding on to ideas about energy exchange that are not or or that are possibly distracting you from seeing opportunity that exists outside of a really traditional model. Thank y'all so much for being here. I look forward to talking to you on the next episode.